Welcome back to Nach Daily as we discuss Megillus Esther and the final Geula, touching on some of the deeper thematic messages of the story. This is the second introduction to the Megillah, which will begin in the next class. The Gemara in Chulin 139b asks, Where's Esther's name is hinted to in the Torah? And answers from the Pasuk, Anochi Hastar Aster Panai Beyom Hahu. I will hide and conceal my face on that day. There will be a Hester Panim, a hidden face of providence. Esther's name comes from the word Hester, implying that Hashem was guiding the world in a concealed manner. There are certain times in history when Hashem's face is revealed, like the open miracles and the redemption from Egypt. But there are other times when Hashem's hand is seemingly not found. The book of Esther represents the idea of Hashem's Hester Panim. Every incident in the Megillah can be explained through natural causes. Hashem's name is not mentioned once explicitly. It's only through reworking words and combining letters that Hashem's name begins to shine. Only in hindsight can we see his hidden hand behind the scenes guiding the story and the world history. This is what the Svarim call a nes betochateva, a natural miracle, or as we like to say, a non-miraculous miracle. It's a miracle of huge proportions, but you need to look for it. It's not obvious like the splitting of the sea, but it's a nes nevertheless. This is what the Kedushas Levi echoes in his famous pamphlet called the Kedushas. The world is called the Olam HaGoril, the world of lottery. A lottery can only take place when two things are equal and when two pieces of papers look identical and a winner emerges. The two goats on Yom Kippur had to be identical. Only then did one go to Hashem and the other to Azazel. Things seem totally random with no explanation like a lottery, but we possess the ability to choose to see God. Hashem picks the winner of each and every ticket. The holiday is called Purim, meaning lottery, to allude to this idea. Each and every single one of us possesses the ability to see behind the mask of nature, to see how Hashem is running the world with exact providence, moving world events and the challenges in our lives in a hidden manner, no differently than Purim in the story of Esther. The Vilna Gon in the Sefer Kol Hator compares the final redemption to the story of Esther. He explains that just as the story of Esther took place through natural process, so too will the final redemption, as its stages are synonymous with Mashiach Ben Yosef. Yosef rose to power through natural means, which was also a nesbetocha teva, a miracle done through nature. In davening we say, es semach David avdecha, to the sprouting of David your servant, meaning that the initial stages of redemption will take place in the form of a flower blossoming little by little. The Gra brings the Roshami and Brachas that says the final redemption will take place kima kima, little by little like the rise of the morning shachar star. This should be a great source of encouragement for all of us. No matter how down and out you are, no matter what you've been through in life, Hashem is there with you, albeit in a hidden manner. It's up to us to see through the Olam HaGoro, the world of the lottery, the world of Purim, through the heavy mask of concealment. We need to look at the world events around us and see the Geula in our days happening no differently than in the times of Esther and Purim. Perhaps you can say that it's even more clear now with the resettling of over 6 million back in 
Eretz Yisrael, which is more than it was in those times. Let us use the learning of the Megillah to deepen our Muna, to look at the world no matter how bad it seems with the eyes of Mordechai and Esther, with the eyes of the Tzadikim. May we see the Nes Betoch HaTeva, the non-miraculous miracles that are happening around us every day. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily when we'll be starting the Megillah itself. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.